Second straight week in the Meadowlands, but this time the Eagles come away with the win. Here we go. First quarter, Garner Mitchell finds Dallas Goddard for touchdown number one. Here we go. Touchdown number two incoming. Goddard with six receptions for 105 yards, two touchdowns. And now we go to the rushing game. Smooth Kenny G takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. Welcome into the postgame show presented by Rico. I'm Gabriella DiGiovanni here with Fran Duffy and I Grease. Fellas, big win. Now it's time for the bye. Yeah, nice way to go into the bye also. You know, <laughs> you always want to go into the bye on a high note, get the victory. You know, coaches at times will worry whether or not you got the players focused on the right things prior to the bye. That can be difficult to get through the week of practice. Seems like the Eagles have been locked in all week, and the performance that they put on today, taking care of the New York Jets, certainly seems to me they paid attention to all the minor details this week. Another nice job on the road against an opponent that they should have taken care of business against. And doing all of that with all of the uncertainty at the quarterback <laughs> position, That's right? Really. We talked on the kickoff show uh, about what this offense would look like without Jalen Hurts. I thought the offensive staff did a great job of creating this game plan, catering it to Gardner Minshew's skill set. The run game still a huge factor. The offensive line was outstanding. It was a really well-done day on offense. I thought it was funny on the kickoff show, Fran. You and I talked about the relationship between Gardner Minshew and Dallas Goddard. And don't you know the first two touchdowns are scored by Dallas Goddard? Because Fran is correct. We didn't know how this was going to unfold, especially with some uncertainty at that running back position between Miles Sanders being banged up. He was uh, over 100 yards today. Boston Scott, obviously, we didn't see too much of him, but probably because, as Nick Sirianni says, plays a hot hand, right? Miles Sanders was the hot hand, and they stayed with him, and it worked. Yeah, and the good thing about having Gardner having to have Gardner play this late in the season is that the Eagles traded for him late in training camp, but they've had three to four months to get a chance to watch him, to coach him, to see what he's good at doing versus what he may not be good at doing, and then get the opportunity to cater the game plan around his skill set. And I thought they did a nice job of playing to the things that Gardner does well, which is get the ball out of his hands quick. He's a good decision maker, you know, and they ran the ball well. They stayed ahead of the sticks on first and second down. These are the things that have made the Eagles successful over the last five to six weeks, being successful on first and second down, running the football, and then when needing to make a play, whether it be through play action pass or the screen game, as we saw today, the quarterback has to be able to do that. Gardner Minshew was able to run the offense efficiently today. And that's what it ultimately comes down to, is when you're the quarterback, can you put your team in position to be able to score points? The Eagles had eight drives on offense today. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown to start things off. Four field goals afterwards. The only drive they didn't score points was that bad snap over his head by Nate Herbig uh, on that final drive that resulted in an Eagles punt. Other than that, the Eagles, Gardner Minshew, the offensive line, the run game, everybody working at a very efficient rate to be able to move the ball, put points on the board. I was impressed by Gardner Minshew's poise, right? Like you said, he wasn't here for much of training camp, but he didn't look startled. He commanded the offense. He was a leader on the field. Obviously, Jalen Hurts' presence loomed on, on the sidelines as he leads, as he, as he always does. Um, but I thought it was a great balance between the run and the pass game. They were very, very efficient and much cleaner football this week than what we saw last week. Yeah, and Gardner's been in the league, I believe, what, three years now? So he's been in this role of having to come in, fill in for the starting quarterback, provide that spark. And so I wasn't surprised that he was able to handle today's role. And I also wasn't surprised that he would bring a little flair to the game. And that's the type of uh, player that he is. His personality can be infectious to the rest of the guys around him. He is a guy that's a classic overachiever that's going to work his butt off uh, is going to always do the right things. And so 
Watching him out there today performing, I wasn't surprised in his rookie year. What, 20-plus touchdowns, Tony, I believe six or seven interceptions when he had to come in and play extensive time in Jacksonville. So, you know, Gardner's a gamer. He's what we like to call a gamer. Yeah, and I think when you look at the rushing attack, I was very interested. Is it going to look a whole lot different without Jalen Hurts in there? And I thought instead of seeing those read option plays that you'll see with Jalen Hurts, the Eagles did an outstanding job of using motion to help kind of mitigate that loss. And so you saw wide receivers, running backs used in motion to help set up some freer, uh, some bigger running lanes. Obviously, the offensive line doing a great job as well. The Eagles nearly 200 yards rushing in this game. It was 120 from Miles Sanders, another 54 from Gainwell, another 11 from Gardner Minshew. So across the board, everybody doing a great job in the run game here. Going to piggyback on the offensive line point because when you do switch quarterbacks, that could be a little difficult for an offensive line to adjust no matter how well they're playing, right? It's a different yeah. cadence. It's a different voice back there. And obviously, Jalen Hurts, he's a runner. So you have to kind of adjust to your quarterback and the offensive line really didn't skip a beat obviously unfortunate to see Jason Kelsey go down there at the end I'm sure we'll have an update on him a little later but again relying on what has been working which is that run game Miles Sanders being the first eagle to rush for over 100 yards in a day uh, which is great news because you eliminate Jalen Hurts for the day somebody else steps up and they get it done yeah when we talk about this running attack which, by the way, I almost had to pinch myself to keep reminding myself <laughs> it's the number one rushing attack yep, in sure football in Philadelphia. We're not used to saying that around here, but this is the number one rushing attack. And a lot of it, a lot of, a lot of the success can be handed down to the offensive line and the way that they played. So when Ella talks about Gardner being in there and then not really impacting the running game, not having Jalen out there, well, guess what? That just lets you know that they have the ability to run the football, whether it be adding the quarterback into the run game or doing it a conventional way. I believe Miles Sanders, we can check the numbers, 24 rushing attempts for Miles Sanders. Yep. When's the last time he's had 24 rushing attempts for him at the running back position? Kenny Gainwell comes in and gets 12 carries himself. So you're looking at 36 rushing attempts right there by your two running backs, by your two running backs. A lot of our rushing attempts over the past month, Jalen has been a part of that. And we felt like, okay, well, that's a, that's a convenient way to run the football is add the quarterback in there. Well, they showed you today that we don't necessarily have to have the quarterback be a part of the running game to be effective. And, and still having that play-action yeah. pass be really yep. effective as well. And I don't have the, the exact play-action numbers, but a lot of those big plays from Gardner Minshew, who's very efficient in this game, a lot of them coming off of play-action, whether he was under center or in the shotgun. And so uh, the play-action pass, run game, marrying up well together once again for this Eagles offense. And again, in the kickoff show, we talked about the opportunity for the passing game. You saw it. Gardner Minshew threw 20 passes. It was a variety of uh, pass catchers. Of course, Dallas Goddard being the star there. Um, but good to see the passing game being able to complement such a strong rushing. Yeah, I mean, and listen, Gardner's able to get the ball out quick. He, his, his sweet spot is going to be between the hashes, right. right, under 10 to 15 yards. That's where this offense is going to operate efficiently. They were able to do that today. Dallas Goddard was the beneficiary of that. And I love seeing Dallas get the ball in his hands, right? I mean, he's a big kid, rarely goes down at the first contact. It's hard for any defender, really as long as he is, to really get around him. So once he gets you in that sort of basketball position where he boxes you out, you're at his mercy. Just a tremendous athlete at the tight end position. It was great to see him be a prominent part of the passing game this week. Six for 105, two touchdowns, a long of 36 yards. We just saw that touchdown there. There's his second touchdown. I think when you look at Dallas Goddard, his ability to be a three-level threat at the tight end position, that's a rare, rare commodity for an NFL offense. 
And then I think when you look also, Quez Watkins coming up big today. Yep. Three catches, 60 yards, a couple of them on third down. Some critical third down conversions over the middle of the field on some of those crossing routes, courtesy of Quez Watkins. And another note on Dallas Goddard. Before the game, he was 44 yards short of 2,000 career receiving yards. So I think he crushed yes. That today. Yeah. He's now over 2,000 receiving yards in his career, which is a great stat for the young tight end. Um, let's move to the defensive side of the ball, shall we? Um, first half, the Jets got things moving on offense. Uh, we didn't see as much pressure. You thought, oh, rookie quarterback, it's a defense, it's time to shine. But they made adjustments at halftime. Yeah, they really did. I mean, give the Jets credit. Um, they came out. They had a nice game plan. They wanted to get the ball out of Zach's hands as quick as possible. But also, they wanted to try to run the football. They wanted to see if they can get that going. And uh, Tevin, Cam uh, Tevin Campbell, Tevin Coleman, I, I used to do that all the time. Uh -huh. I used to break down him. <laughs> Tevin, Coleman, Tevin Coleman did a nice job in that first half running the football, allowing the Jets to really stay ahead of the sticks and convert some third downs. So I think they had us on our heels a little bit as far as what they wanted to do. And the thing about Zach Wilson throwing the football that you have to be conscious of is that, man, that arm is strong. So he can get the ball over your head. Yep. So you got to be aware that they have the ability to throw the ball over your head. But at the same time, you want to sort of make them play in a phone booth. I just thought the Jets did a nice job just operating offensively in the first half. And in the second half, we made some adjust adjustments. And I, I thought I saw Big Play Slay following Elijah Moore around a little yep. bit more. And I think that had a huge impact on the Jets passing game. Yeah, I mean, they came out with a really strong opening script. I thought they did a good job of keeping the Eagles defense on their heels but as you mentioned like the the adjustments by this defensive staff by the defense in general over the course uh, of that second half going into uh, the locker room and then coming out I thought were outstanding it was touchdown 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 to start then the Eagles forced two punts got the pick and then forced the turnover on downs and obviously the offense the time of possession uh, the way that the Eagles were able to control the football going into the second half and then coming out I mean I think I think they said on the broadcast it was like an hour and a half of game time yeah. before the Jets had picked up a first down so just kind of speaking to uh, the way that the Eagles were able to control the football on both sides. The first punt didn't come until just over two minutes left in the half, which is a credit to, obviously, both offenses. Right. But the, for the defense, for the Eagles, it did start up front as we expected it to. Javon Hargrave, of course, doing what he's been doing. But also Fletcher Cox, when he was out for a few snaps, Milton Williams slid in there perfectly. It really was a party at the quarterback today. I mean, <laughs> whether it led yep. to sacks or was just hits, I thought Josh Sweat had a nice game. Being around the quarterback, Derek, Bar Derek Barnett a couple times, got some pressure on Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's an underrated athlete, too, at the quarterback position. So he's able to maneuver the pocket and extend some plays uh, with his legs. But I thought we did a nice job of mixing up whether or not we wanted to send extra pressure at Zach Wilson or just let the four guys get to him. I thought that a couple of those big plays are going to be really fun ones to break down later. Fran, I have to interrupt you. We have Lane Johnson at the podium. Uh, I mean, no, not really. I mean, as far as this game, I mean, we're, we're trying to establish a run every every game. I think, you know, we did that um, sometimes. Wish we could have converted some, some of those still goes to touchdowns. Could have made it um, easy on ourselves. But uh, other than that, uh, not really. Hey, you know, always talked about how the team always struggles when they don't get off to good starts. Obviously, yeah. today you did. And uh, could you talk about how important it was to get off to, to, to such a good start? Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know the first two touchdowns were to Dallas, but especially that first one, that was a good uh, tone setter. Um, then after that, I uh, just try to kept, uh, keep a, 
you know, attacking the line of scrimmage, run, do some play action. But really, I think that first, you know, really touchdown to Dallas early kind of set the tone. This is the first time that uh, I think Eagles have had uh, at least most carries from Miles in his career. Probably the first they've had someone rush that many in a long time. Um, what did it say about Nick sticking with the, the run game, even though maybe there were some times that it wasn't? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think he knows, uh, you know, some things that we're capable of and putting his confidence in us to to go out there and, and, and execute uh, means a lot. Uh, finally, he had somebody go over 100 what miles, like 120, so that was that was big. So I'm pr- proud for Miles. We heard Mike in the huddle compared to, to Jalen. Jalen seems very low-key and composed. What we see of Gardner is very demonstrative. What is yes, that's really after the play. Uh, in the huddle, it's pretty, pretty consistent. Uh, um, you know, just getting the calls, you know, the touchdowns, the celebrations, all that after. I mean, I'm really trying to get my ass off the field so I don't uh, <laughs> run into somebody getting in on field goal. But, uh, what was your perspective on the week that, that Jalen had? Um, I, mean, I, I thought he did well when he was in there. Um, it's just, you know, with, with anybody injured, um, backups, whoever, you got to be ready to play. Um, really, I mean, you see a lot more throughout the offensive line, having to shuffle, get guys in. Um, so it's just the name of the game, and and, and guys played well and executed. Lane, you pointed the uh, in the week did you figure that that uh, Gardner was going to be the starter? What was the conversation like among the guys? I think it was around Friday, um, Saturday morning. So we knew, I think, around then. But really for us, I mean, it doesn't really change a whole lot. We still got to take proper set lines in the pass game. We still have to communicate the line of scrimmage and run. Uh, but yeah, we just, uh, the, the main difference is, you know, maybe the cadence may be a little bit off or a little bit different. So that was the main thing, trying to focus in on, focus in on, on this week. When you're in a way, um, trying to get all the snap counts crucial for, you know, the pass you know, passing game. So that was really uh, a big emphasis for us. Lane, you've, been, Lane, you've been hampered by that uh, ankle injury for years now. Uh, how has that felt this season, and how does it feel, you know, like now, like after games? <laughs> Still battling through it. It's just uh, you get scar tissue in there, so it gets it gets stick. You know, Zach had a similar um, injury that that I did, so it's just something you just got to kind of work through. But uh, really, uh, not, not too many issues. So it's been. It's been a blessing. How was, hey, Mike, how how was you, Stout? How did, what was that like today? Uh, yeah, that was that was scary. I mean, I didn't really know. I was just told um, before that he's rushed to the hospital, and so yeah. I mean, when that happens, you're you're concerned for him. But you know, Roy came in and, and filled in and did a great job. But yeah, man, anytime you have something like that, it's a, a scary situation. So what was it like seeing him come back then on the sideline? <laughs> you ain't gonna keep the guy out unless something, you know. He was rushed to the hospital. I guess they did multiple tests on him. And, uh, you, you know, you're not going to keep him away from his guys. Um, so. A couple more for Lane. Lane, Lane, what did you see if Jason Kelsey got hurt like, right in the game? I, I, didn't, I really didn't see what happened. I think I was up to the second level. I'm not sure if he got uh, somebody fell on him or got twisted up in the pile. So I'm really not sure. Lane, what's it mean uh, for you guys to win going into the bye and still be in this, in this playoff race? Oh, it was huge, especially after last week, um, you know, the way we felt leaving this building, and we wanted to fix that. And obviously, you know, you're not, not where we want to be, but this is a big step to, to stay in the conversation. So these next, you know, you know, get the bye week, get rested up, and then four, you know, big-time games for us. So. plans for the bye? <laughs> yeah, I'll probably stay here with the, with the kids. <laughs> That's probably it. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks,
That was your right tackle, Lane Johnson. We talked about the influence and the impact of this offensive line. And, Fran, we touched on it in the kickoff show. Between him and Jordan Mailata, they are two pillars, staples to that offensive line, and they've been a huge reason why it's been so successful this year. Yeah, it's not lip service when this organization for years have told you that it starts up front. When they're talking about building their football team, it starts in the trenches, whether it's the offensive line or the defensive line. They place the premium on the line of scrimmage. And you can tell just in the, the production that you get from the level of players that you have out there. And you look at this offensive line right now, there's an argument to be made. This is easily one of the five best offensive lines in all of football. And you think there's a nice mixture of youth and experience there. And for years to come, this offensive line under the tutelage of Jeff, Jeff Stoutland and the coaching of Jeff Stoutland seems to be in good hands. Honestly, I think you look around the league and you see the, the offenses that are struggling and you say, oh, what is, what is the key issue there? More often than not, it's going to be offensive line rooted, right? And I think yeah. when you look at even across the field at what the Jets have done over these last few weeks, a lot of the issues they've had have been along the offensive line. They're trading for guys at the deadline to come in and start right away. So I think when you look at the way the Eagles have built this, it's always going to start at the line of scrimmage, and that's the right way to build things. Well, because the offensive line has been so good, the running backs have been good. <laughs> We're going to now hear from running back Miles Sanders at the podium. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the same one. Um, same one I've been dealing with. Uh, just, you know, everybody's dealing with injuries, you know, but I'm just trying my hardest to stay out there. And, uh, and yeah, that's all I can really say. Just doing my best to stay out there and, you know, provide for the team each and every week. So, um, don't, no, go ahead. Did you expect to see the ball as much as you did? And, uh, you had a career day. How does it feel? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just, just ready for whatever, you know. Uh, I train the way I train. I just just expect for the most, you know, and and I feel like it, it paid off today. And the way I practice, uh, I take very seriously. And you know, I just whatever my numbers cause, just I just got to be ready regardless. So. With the bye week coming now, do you feel like the ankle will peel up in time for the next game? Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, um, everybody's dealing with stuff throughout the league. Um, I don't know what they're doing for, but I know I'm just. I'm trying to get back each and every week, uh, no matter what happens during the game. Uh, I'm not going to let this set me back. I'm a, we got a bye, we got an extra week, so get right and get ready for uh, the next game. How's, how's the offense different with Gardner? Um, not, not really. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say too too much different. You know, um, Gardner's he, he's capable of doing a lot of things. Uh, people don't know, but um, I just think he did a, did a heck of a job. I think it was a good team win uh, throughout the whole team. You know. Um, the offensive line played a heck of a game. Receivers played a heck of a game, and uh, we relied on the running game like like we always do, and uh, we got the job done. Those were some tough yards uh, to get. Are you glad that they obviously stuck with the run, Nick stayed with the run, even though it wasn't always clicking every time he, he got the ball? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's just you know just him trusting us and knowing you know we 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 didn't run rush for over 200 yards for these last five weeks for no reason. So we're just going to stick to the plan and stick to what's working and. Got the W today. Did you notice him defending you any differently with Jalen, the Jalen threat not there? Yeah, uh, you know, obviously Jalen and, and Garner are a little different. You know, uh, the people are going to play as different when when Jalen's back there. So uh, I could say it was much much tougher. You know, much tougher yards to get. So, but that's just that's just football. You know. Um, Miles with Boston uh, this week going through his illness, it seemed like. 
question. What's it been like working with Kenny uh, throughout the season? He's got that in zone a couple times this year. Yeah, he's a real good kid, man. I love him to death, man. And I love I love how he just he's he's willing to learn, you know, just like how I was my freshman year. He he doesn't act like he knows anything. He just li- sit there and listens and get better each and every day. And that's that's what you got to do when you're a rookie in this league. And um, you know, it's paying off for him. Miles, what did you notice out of Jalen this week, especially after the news came down that Gardner was going to be the? Uh, he's very present still. Um, Nothing really changed. It's just he, he just was couldn't play. You know, uh, he was trying to go throughout the week, and you know, I don't know. It's just <laughs> he 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 just real present there. You know, he was present throughout the whole week, and he came traveled with us. Uh, that just shows a lot. You know, and he's not out out of it. He's probably gonna try to come back next week. That's just how he is. But you know, everybody's sticking together. That's just the type of group we got. What was Gardner like in the huddle? I mean, you know, especially in the first half, he's completing like I think 11 in a row, 14 out of 15. What, what was he like in the huddle? A lot of energy. I love him. I love him. Uh, Gardner, Gardner's a character. <laughs> he's cracking jokes in the huddle. Um, but uh, nah, he 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 loves to compete, and you can see it. And he took this he took this game very seriously. And then come in as a backup, he you know he looked at it as if he was gonna he was the guy. So and that's why I expect out of him. And he got us the W today. Any jokes you can share with us? Any jokes you can share with us? Uh, the one, the one where they they thought they stopped us on the on the quarterback sneak. I pushed him. He said, "Man, I, maybe it's just because I'm strong as hell." <laughs> but yeah, that's just the type of guy he is. And uh, I told him I'm a, I've, a, I've been a fan since uh, Jacksonville, so um, I was excited for him to play. And uh, it was a good game for him. How about for, how about for you, Miles? You know, playing through the injury, having the you know career high in touches. Is this a game that, that you're proud of? Uh yeah, uh wish I finished the game healthy, but um you know, it is what it is. But I'm just happy we got the W, and uh, that's really it. That's uh, really. A couple it. more miles, miles. Why do you think this screen game is so effective early on in this game? Um, ah, uh, oh, that's a hard question. I don't know. Uh, I'm just happy they worked. <laughs> miles, <laughs> but, uh, it's just good steps moving forward. Honestly, uh, knowing that we. We have to win these games, these next couple of games, and uh, getting the win before the bye. We getting everybody getting an extra week to get some rest and get get back healthy, and hopefully make this run. And just knowing what we got, we we all know what we got in front of us, and we know what we have to do. It just starts week by week, you know, taking one game at a time, one day at a time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Miles Sanders just asking about just, was just asked about the buy, and now that they won, I feel like we can talk about the buy because all week the guys stayed very professional, as you would expect, saying the focus is on the Jets on getting the win. But how much more important is it that they did get the win going into a buy? Some guys are banged up, including Miles Sanders. This came at the perfect time. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, listen, uh, getting the bye week is a little odd. Getting it this late uh, in the season. But, you know, it's on time for the Eagles. They have players banged up. They can use an extra uh, week of rest, starting with the starting quarterback. You look at Jordan Howard, Jason Kelsey coming out of this game. Looks like he might be a little banged up. Mal Sanders could probably use the extra week off from having to be out there. We're going to hear from a guy who was perfect today, and that's kicker Jake Elliott. How was the, the kicking ball today? It was cold out. I mean, how, how did it feel? It was 
Yeah, I mean, you're, you're always going to get those games, obviously, in December, coming up to MetLife especially. The ball just doesn't travel that well. But, I mean, for, for a December game up here in New York, I'll, I'll take that weather, weather all day. Does it help kicking in the same stadium twice in a row? Um, I mean, there's obviously some familiarity with it, um, especially when you get conditions that are kind of similar to last week. So you kind of know what to expect, but it's still it's still a process. You got to go through it and test everything out pregame. And we had a we had a pretty good pregame and got an idea of what we wanted to do. When the first kickoff was was that designed to to go where land where where it did just short. Of- I mean, it's just this time of year. I'm not going to get into what we were trying to do and what we weren't trying to do, but this time of the year, the ball just doesn't travel all that well in kickoffs. What was uh, Gardner and uh, Nick like in the locker room? Oh, excited, excited. Um, definitely needed that one heading into the bye week. Uh, a little bit, a little bit of momentum. So it was, it was fun in there. With the streak you're on right now, how do you handle the bye week from a just a technical <clears throat> standpoint? Do you do anything differently? What do you do during the bye? Uh, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely rest a little bit and get the, get the legs back. Um, definitely kind of tired going, fourteen whatever straight. So um, take a little time off, kind of forget about football for a few days. I might kick once later in the week, but we'll, we'll see how we're feeling. It's your best season percentage-wise this year. Last year was your worst. Were you conscious of the sort of down year that you had last year? And Just is there anything kind of good to kind of go kick by kick? I mean, it's kind of my mindset all the time. Had a good off season. Um, Having a good year so far, so just try to keep it rolling. Was what would have, I think have been a fifty-yard or fifty-one-yard going that way? Was that in your range on the fourth down? Fourth Are you game? talking about later in the game? At, in the I lot. think it was uh, maybe the third. Whenever they went for it, and then they challenged a the spot. Was that was a kick ever? Uh, it was kind of right on right on that buffer, but um, obviously a good call. Are you superstitious at all? Mm, I try not to be. Do you do anything to, like? Are you doing anything that you've done week in week out? No, I mean I, I have a routine. I have a process. I wouldn't call it really superstition per se, but I, I stick to my routine pretty good. Jake, how much uh, attention do you pay to the other side, the kicker? Obviously, he was struggling a little bit, and they had the chase points. Your consistency was a big difference in this game. Yeah, I mean you're you're aware of the other side definitely, especially with with Kessman being his first first game in the NFL, um, and and you're also watching him pregame kind of take some reps off your own leg to see how the ball's flying on each end. So you're kind of scouting that out in a sense. But um, uh, I, I just worry about myself as far as execution. But um, you're definitely conscious of what their other specialists are doing. Have you given any thought to like Pro Bowl consideration? No, I mean, it's it's a kick-by-kick kick mentality. I'm going to take take the week off here and enjoy myself and get back to football next week. Was the ball traveling differently than any part? It looked like the kickoffs were uh, it, it, it was kind of swirly back and forth. It's kind of always how it is here. So um, I would say uh, it was definitely more favorable the direction we were going in the fourth quarter. But like I said, it kind of it, it changed throughout the day. What was Nick's message to the team? Um, going tomorrow, get get our get our tape reviewed and, um, you know, definitely enjoy this one. But um, take the week off and kind of kind of get your mind off the ball and come back ready to go. Um, you know, I think it was just we called them at the right time. Uh, we got them set up just right. Um, we saw how the DNs were rushing and stuff, and we knew the coverages they were playing in different situations. And you know, uh, one of them didn't work. They sniffed it out the third one, but the first two uh, worked well. O-line did a great job of getting out, getting on guys, and you know, I was just able to run in space. So uh, anytime that happens, it makes it a lot easier and it's fun. Did you have a sense early this week or during the week of preparation that this could have been a big day for you in terms of the game plan? Um, yeah, there was definitely a lot of stuff that I liked in the game plan today. Um, and, you know, anytime it gets called, you're pretty excited and you want to make it work. And 
Uh, I think we did that as an offense. You know, uh, I felt like we were uh, everybody played really well, and you know, it's just it's great to have going into bye, a bye week. How did Gardner play? It looked like there were some very catchable balls, balls where you could, you know, it was there, and there were things you could do after the catch, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought Gardner did a great job stepping in. Uh, you know, he's been preparing really hard all year, uh, ready for his opportunity when and if it came. And you know, I think he showed everybody today of the things that he can do. Um, very proud of him, just the way he stepped in confidently, uh, everything I expected from him. How was the offense different? Um, you know, we it's, it's pretty much the same. Uh, you know, we have a little bit less zone reads, uh, get to block the DNs a little bit more because uh, we're not reading them as much. Um, but ultimately, you know, I thought our run game was still really efficient. Um, like I said before, I thought all 11 players on offense played really well. When did you guys kind of? Um, what was, the, you know, what happened there and, and how'd you get so open? Yeah, the second touchdown, it was uh, it was like a little rub play where uh, Boston motion down kind of got in my defender's way. We knew they played man-to-man a lot on third down, so it, it was a great call. Um, Boston did a great job kind of setting up the guy, so he had to go underneath. And, you know, Gardner gave me a good ball, and I was able to score, which is always a lot of fun. How about the first one, Dallas? Was that, were you the primary there? Can you kind of take us through the design? Yeah, the first one, uh, we knew that if we went in this formation, when I motioned over, that the mic would have to carry me uh, deep down. So, you know, I just ran at him and released and kept it vertical. But, yeah, I think uh, that was kind of the uh, – Primary on the play for sure. Looked like you took a hit in the back too on that one around the five. Uh, did, did you feel that? Yeah. Uh, anytime the ball's in the air that long, um, I knew someone would be coming, so I wanted to make sure I high pointed it. Um, you know, he, he hit me in the back, kind of gave me a little acceleration in the end zone. So uh, it, it was cool. It was a fun way to start the game. What was your vantage point of, of what Jalen went through this week and, and how he handled things? Uh, yeah, I thought Jalen did a very good job, really professional. You know, he spent a lot of time in the training room trying to get back for this game. Uh, he wasn't able to, you know, fully be healthy. Uh, it's nice that we got this bye week, uh, let the whole team uh, have a week off, get healthy uh, going into the last stretch. But, you know, I thought Jalen did a great job. You know, he was in he was in the walkthroughs, practices, uh, locked in, uh, helping Gardner, helping anybody that, you know, he was just kind of watching it from afar. I thought he did a great job, handled it very well. Is there, is there any, is there any question of who's the quarterback uh, after this game in the locker room amongst the players? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, I think we all kind of know what to expect, and you know, whatever it is, uh, we all got to do our jobs to the best of our abilities. And you know, the team, very unselfish team, and I think whatever happens, you know, we're all for. Miles said that uh, Gardner was kind of like cracking jokes in the huddle and everything. I mean, what, what did you notice about his demeanor and how he went about it? Yeah, you know, ever since Gardner got in the league, I enjoyed watching him play when he was in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, all the stories you hear, all the things that he says in the media. Uh, ever since he got here, you know, I asked him questions. Like, you know, do you prepare for that stuff? Like, are you just that witty all the time when the questions come? You know, and he said, he, you know, just whatever he said. But, um, you know, it, it's been awesome just having him here. He's a, he's a funny guy. He's a great guy. Um, you know, everything that you expect from Gardner, he is. You know, he's... He's a character. He's a, he's an awesome guy, happy guy. You know, he just he has a lot of fun playing football. Dallas, you said you you all you said you all know what to expect out of the quarterback situation, whatever it is. What do you expect to happen? Um. You know, ultimately, it's not up to me. You know, I think uh, Jalen's going to spend the week here getting uh, back uh, and getting his ankle rehabbed and whatever. And, you know, I think when it comes time to it, uh, he'll be our quarterback. But um, ultimately, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't make those decisions. But, you know, I think uh, everybody rides with whoever the quarterback's going to be. How were you able to get on the same page with Gardner in a, in a week, basically? 
Um, you know, just spending time with them, doing routes on air, uh, doing some extra routes uh, on the side when the defense is practicing and we're uh, in our break period or whatever. Um, you know, just spend more time with them, talk about them, ask him what he sees, uh, what he wants, you, what he wants from your routes, how, how he wants you to run them, uh, what he sees versus different coverages. You just kind of pick his brain uh, to know what he's looking for so you can be in the spots that he wants you to be in. I'm going to. Good. <laughs> like that last one. What, what, what changed? from when Jalen said he was going to play on Wednesday until uh, game day? Basically. Yeah, uh, you know, he he just wasn't he wasn't healthy enough to play. Uh, and, you know, we you know, he was we thought he was getting better. And um, it just it just we were always going to put the players health uh, first and foremost. And so he just wasn't healthy enough to play. And, uh, and that's why why he didn't play and didn't dress. And then how involved is he in that? Like, did he want to play? And you guys of course he wanted. Of course he wants to play. Um, you know, the, like I told you guys on Friday, I mean, it's it's uh, you know, it's a lot of parties that play. I always got to listen to the doctors. I always got to listen to the trainers and I always got to listen to the player and take all that all that information and uh, make a decision that's best for the for the player and our team. Will he remain your quarterback? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did you have to adjust the offense with Gardner in there? You know, when we came into this game, uh, we knew Jalen was banged up. And again, you don't know that Jalen's – we didn't know Jalen's not playing uh, till, till today, right? And so you come into the game – and so we weren't we weren't going to have a big quarterback run run game uh, today, um, as far as our run game goes. You know, just with whoever you know whoever it was going to be. And so in the run game, not a lot. Uh, in the pass game, again, I think I talked to you guys on Thursday or Friday about it's there's going to be differences, like because you know it's a different guy pulling pulling the trigger. And so we always we have our favorites. Shane and I have our favorites. Brian has his favorites, and, and Kevin. Um, but it's about what the quarterback's comfortable doing. So, you know, obviously there's going to be a little bit of differences. We put a plan together uh, based off what we think our guys can do um, and what our receivers can do and our tight ends and our running backs. And, and you know, really the ultimate um, way the, the play gets called is if the quarterback's comfortable with it because he's the one with the ball in his hands at every time. So, you know, so obviously you have a little bit of differences there based off of the likes of the quarterback. Um, and it's, it's always going to be a little different for, for everybody. But with Jalen being our starter, I think yeah. he's played good football. Um, you know, I think he's played really good football. You know, I think there's been there's been there's been uh, times where he's been one of the best in the league with the way he's moved around, made plays, and um, you know, with his you know, we look at that quarterback rating and, and what he what he's had there, and so um, he's played he's played really good football when he's in, and so when he's healthy and he's back, he'll he'll be our starter. Next How do you expect that he might be back after the buyers? Yeah, I, I would I would think so. I mean, but I again I don't want to put timetables on anybody. Um, because again, you just got to see how the body heals and body reacts to everything. But I would think so. It's just, we're, the buy's coming at a right time for us. Uh, you know, we got we got we got to get a lot of guys back to to uh, you know peak performance. Um, you know, with some of the little bumps and bruises that we had today. And so this is a late buy, um, and I would think Jalen would be ready coming out of this. How did he handle the news that he wasn't going to be able to play, and, and how did he handle it today, being on the sidelines? Uh, he, I thought he was great uh, um, with, you know, he knows his body too. And so, um, you know, he was great with, 
obviously the competitor in him wants to play, but I'm not I'm not saying he was fighting us in there like to get out there. I mean, he would have probably just knowing Jalen, but um, but he he knew um, he was great on the sideline with his teammates, um, just being there for for his teammates on the sideline, high fiving, uh, smiling, and um, it was great. It was it was good to see him support. That's what a leader does. That's what your starting quarterback does when he's when he's not playing. So. Uh, I appreciate the way he went about his business today. So, Nick, uh, first, first thoughts on on Gardner's performance, and uh, you're going to hear uh, certainly some people say the passing offense looked better in the first half. Was it better to you, and why was it better? Uh, I think the the obviously it always starts up front and how the how the protection's going. I thought the protection was awesome, and not to take anything away from Gardner, he played a great game. He he got to the ball to the backs uh, on checkdowns uh, when there wasn't something there. Uh, he hit some chunks uh, in the pass game, um, you know, a couple of the quez on those deep overs, and and so he I, th- I thought he played a really good game, and and you know. I think our message to, to Gardner was go out and be yourself, uh, protect that football. You got a good supporting cast around you. You got a good offensive line. You got good receivers. You got a good tight end. You got good backs. You got a good running game. You got good defense. All right, so go out there and, and, and be yourself, and, and that's going to be enough. And so he, he did. He went out there and he, he played a really, really outstanding game. I'm really, really happy for, for Gardner and, and the game that he played. When you say, when you say he wasn't healthy enough to play, Jalen, um, did, did the fact that he's you know, such a weapon as a runner, uh, factor in in that decision in any Again, way. Again, if, like, if he was, we take everything into account. But if he was ready to play, he would play today, uh, and and that would have been, you know. Um, I don't ever want to give it percentages. Like if he was this percent, like if he was ready to play, he would have played, and he wasn't ready today. Nick, I know you you want to score touchdowns on every drive, but with the efficiency, yeah, we do. We, yeah, we do, Mike. <laughs> with the efficiency of Jake Elliott, how much does that help you with your game planning once you get on to the opponent side of the field? Uh, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. We're we're not like we're not laying up at all, um, and and so obviously you feel comfort in that. Um, you feel comfort in that. You, I think if you looked at our faces on the sideline when we don't convert, like J- Jake would probably be a little offended in the sense that he makes the field goal and we're all like, you know, like doing this, and because we're mad about not converting. Um, so. You feel comfortable, though, in the sense that when you have to kick, that he's playing the type of football he is, and and he's really, I mean, he's really been automatic, and uh, he's he's been really good, and so, um, yeah, and so the, my comfort level for kicking field goals is obviously very high, um, but obviously we're upset when we don't convert on third down and we got to kick it on fourth. Hey, wait, what can Jalen learn from watching Gardner function in your Uh I think I don't think that you know everybody is going to learn from from the game and and Jalen's going to watch and like you take every opportunity that you have as a player and you learn so and you watch the position so I'll say Deion Kane, right a practice squad receiver and and Keyshawn Johnson uh, a practice squad receiver they're going to learn um, from anything that happened in that game today good or bad uh, and the same thing goes for for Jalen, and the same thing went for uh, Gardner when Jalen was playing. Good or bad, you get to learn from that opportunity, and that's a that's a part of how do you get better every single day. A big component of getting better every day is the detail in meetings and the film study. Um, you know, you know that that is such a big component of 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 what we do. We're just such visual. All those our guys, our players, our coaches, we're visual, and like be able to put on the tape and praise the good things and correct the bad things. Like, I, I get so excited about that in this game because, you know, every little correction or every little praise is 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 getting the behavior how you want it, getting the play how you want it. And so um, 
Yeah, I think that, you know, not only Jalen's going to learn from that, you know, Reed's going to learn from that. And, uh, you know, like I said, Dion and, and Keyshawn. Uh, just, I mean, the when you're when you're making a, a check on, an, on a play, I mean, anything. I mean, really, Zach, I mean, it's anything. Uh, I guess I wasn't clear there. The, you know, it's uh, a check on this play. Oh, that was a good check. Uh, uh, a step up with two hands in the pocket on this play and feeling the defender behind him when he laces it to, to Quez or, um, you know, it could be anything, you know, so. What did you know about the run game? Uh, was different clearly. What did you make of the fact that it was still relatively successful without the threat of Jalen? Yeah, I think it goes back to the offensive line, Jeff. You know that they were just able, and, and Miles is just a, as a dynamic player. There's still an element of our offense that they have to. Gardner's a, you know, I think Gardner had a ten, nine yard run, or it could have been a little bit longer, a scramble. But he's still an athletic quarterback that demanded some 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 respect on the backside if he would have pulled it. And so, um, but again. It was great to see that. Um, great to see our offense. That's who we are. I mean, that's that's a big part of who we are is the the type of run game we want and the physicalness and the toughness. And uh, you know, it's obviously great to to see it to flow the way it did today. What can you tell us about what happened with Scott? You snuck that last one in there. Huh? Uh, what'd you say? With Scott. What happened with Scott? Yeah, he, you know, he went through through something in, in pregame, and they wanted to take him um, to get evaluated, and he did. And he was back on the sideline, and I was able to give him a hug and. Uh, them. I was just happy to see him on the sideline and, and know that he was he was through the, the situation that he went through. Thanks, Thanks everybody. <laughs> Heard from some players and head coach Nick Sirianni. I thought what was interesting earlier in the week, you know, he was asked, Gardner Minshew, Jalen Hurts, when there was some question about Hurts playing, and he said, I'm confident in both quarterbacks. And you think earlier in the week your head coach should say that, right? But now you saw today that he truly is confident in both because Garner Minshew is more than capable in performing. But, of course, there's no question that Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback for this yep. football team. Luckily, Garner Minshew got the win, and then hopefully Jalen will be feeling pretty good in two weeks to come back. Yeah, you know, I know Coach, he wants to have the opportunity to enjoy uh, this victory. But we as a media frenzy, we want to jump on the quarterback situation and figure out who's going to be out there as the starting quarterback. I thought – he nipped it in the bud immediately. Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback. Gardner Minshew did his job today, which is to go in there and fill in as the backup quarterback as needed. He was able to do that. I mean, Gardner has more starts under his belt than Jalen does throughout his career. So I wasn't surprised that uh, Gardner would be able to go out there and acquit himself very well. So today's performance, and in my opinion, was 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 more or less routine from the fact of where they've been at the last three to four weeks running the ball first and letting that set up the pass. They use the same formula for success today. Well, we're talking about Gardner Minshew, and he will be joining us from the podium right now. Just giving you all a heads up, Nick took up all the time, so we only got a time for a couple. This felt so good, man. It's the best time I've had since week one of last year. There's nothing like that feeling, you know. Uh, glad to do it with this group of guys. They made it easy for me. Um, so it was a lot, a lot of fun. Gardner, when did you know you were going to start the game? And how was it, you know, the uncertainty early in the week yeah. when it came to preparation? Yeah, I just uh, said I was going to prepare to play. Um, I don't know if there's ever, like, really a definitive point where he said I was going. Uh, I think, uh, you know, looked around before that first drive and Jalen went dressed. So I was like, okay, I guess that's it. 
By the way, um, I mean, just taking what they what they gave us, I think we did a good job as that as an offense in general, um, taking completions, getting a lot of positive plays on the um, in the run game. Uh, the line gave us plenty of time. Um, let me see the field and get it to our guys in space. Was there, is there a comfortableness you've had with uh, Dallas in practice that translated to the game, or were, were those drawn up to, to go to him? Um, I don't know. I mean, this was my first week to ever really you know throw to Dallas. So, I mean. He's really good, so yeah, it's pretty comfortable throwing it to him. Um, anytime you have a player like that, um, man, he, he had a great game today. Uh, I was really happy to find him, and um, man, I just imagine he's going to continue to be a really good player. How, how important is it for for you to be in a rhythm, especially early, like you were? You know, I think you hit your first eleven passes and all. Uh, no, it's great. I mean, I think that's testament to uh, a lot of things. You know, I think we were running the ball well early, protecting well. Um, Nick, I mean, Nick and Shane called a great game. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things went into that. We haven't talked to you since you got here, Gardner. So what, what has this season been like for you? What has it been like getting to know the offense, getting to know the guys yeah. on the team? Yeah, it's been a lot of learning, a lot of learning experience, learning learning people, uh, learning, you know, the system. Um, and, you know, kind of taking a step back and, you know, being in a new role for the first time uh, for this extended period of time. So it's, it's been a lot of learning, working on myself, and uh, kind of just watching and learning from a different perspective. What's your relationship been like with Jalen Hurts since you got It's been here? great, man. It's been great. He's been uh, welcome with open arms, you know, so it's been awesome. We, I think we uh, do a good job supporting each other, helping each other, making each other better. Um, so, man, I'm super happy to have Jalen in our room. Had success before as a backup. How do you handle the situation when you come in and, and do play well, but you're quote-unquote the backup and, you know, yeah. versus Jalen uh, and whether he'll come back and be the starter? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's you, when you're in there, you're the quarterback. You know, I don't think there's any, um, you know, when you're in there, you're in there. I don't think you think of it as a backup or as anything else. You're just the guy, and um, I was grateful for the opportunity today. Would you like to be the starter? Yeah, I mean, I think anybody, you know, that's halfway competitive wants to play. Uh, that was, you know, that's that's what's fun. That's why you play the game. Um, but I know that whatever role I'm in, we'll give it 110 percent and uh, do whatever I can for the team. Seems like you're pretty fired up coming off the field. I saw you maybe sign somebody's poster. Uh, how cool was it? The acceptance and all the fans would be not there for you. Hell yeah, man! It's awesome, dude. We got uh, we got great fans here. You know, every time every time we travel, man, they show up, and show out. So man, that's been it's been a lot of fun um, getting to know that and having the reception we had today. It was awesome, you know, by the second half, felt like a pretty good home game there. The guy who was dressed like you, you know who that was? Dude, I, I've kind of developed a relationship with him because he always wore like a Jim McMahon Eagles jersey. I thought that was so cool. And he had a headband and a cool mustache too. So naturally, you know, we kind of get together. Uh, I feel like I've seen him every game. And um, yeah, he's always supportive. Gardner, this is the first time you've seen Jalen not in the starter role. How, is, how vocal was he on the sideline? How much did he help you in between drives? What was that experience like? No, I think Jalen did a good job. Um, he's over there. He's helped me um, when he could. You know, I think he's sitting back learning when he can because uh, I think it's big, especially I've been in that situation where it's really a good opportunity to sit back and see some things from a different perspective. Um, and I think, I think it was awesome having him there today. Had that opportunity to sit back and, and see things from a different perspective. What what changed for you? What what did you see? Yeah, um, I mean, I think one thing you do is like throughout the you know week of practice, throughout the week of um, you know game week, kind of lets you really focus on your routine and what you need to work on. And um, you know, I've enjoyed that part of it. 
Um, and then you can sit back during the game and kind of see, you know, I would have done this there, maybe done this there. Um, and I think it's just a good exercise. Some of your teammates, teammates said, said that you no, I'm um, always dead serious all the time. I would never, ever joke, especially in a game. <sighs> no, I mean, I, I like to have fun, man, especially when you're winning like we are, running the ball. Uh, you know, it's fun to have fun out there. He said, he said you joked around on, on the fourth down sneak uh, because you said you got there because you're so strong. Is, is yeah, that, dude. Um, I mean, that's why we're short shorts. I mean, them legs, bro, like, phew, felt it right there. Um, no, nah, it was just always fun. Um, we've got a great group of guys, uh, guys that I love uh, competing with. Because there, because there was uncertainty about Jalen, it seemed like maybe did some some practice stuff. Did you not have like a full normal week that you norm if you were the starter in terms of reps and and everything that goes into being the number one guy? Uh, we split a little bit um, in the beginning of the week with some of the walkthrough stuff, but I got a good bit of practice, and um, I'm grateful for all the reps I did get. Thanks, Gardner. Thank you, Gardner. Thank you. Well, it's no secret Gardner Minshew certainly has a personality, but something I thought was very important that he mentioned was his relationship with Jalen Hurts. And it has to contribute to his success on the field. If two quarterbacks are sitting in a quarterback room and they can't build a relationship and work together, it's not going to work. And so I think Jalen Hurts' impact with Gardner Minshew and getting him acclimated to this offense is a huge reason why it all worked out today on the field. Well, and it starts with just having good people in the room, right? And Jalen Hurts, by all accounts, is a very good teammate. Um, he's, he's certainly going to be willing to help teammates when he needs to. You know, Gardner's been in this position. It has to be a little awkward for him. You know, I, I mentioned earlier, this is a guy that was an overachiever. He's a six-round draft pick. So he knows this is an opportunity today to show that he belongs in this league as a quarterback. But at the same time, it's delicate when you're talking about the starter and the backup. Seemingly, these both these guys have handled this situation perfectly and I'm not surprised because Jalen just has the personality that it is more than uh, welcoming and warming and Gardner I mean just sitting there listening to him how could you not like that guy <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's, that's just one of those things where you everybody's likable in the room we know how yeah. Jalen's teammates feel about him uh, obviously Gardner elicits those same kind of feelings right so uh, like Ike said it's when you have a lot of good people in the room that's when good things happen well, we talked about it a lot earlier today in the Eagles rushing attack, rushing for over 185 yards on the day. So earlier, Frame was able to break down Kenny Gainwell's rushing touchdown in this week's Freako Review. All right, let's take a look at a second-quarter touchdown run from rookie running back Kenneth Gainwell, his fourth rushing touchdown here in 2021, and it comes on old-school power football. Now, we all coming into this game wanted to know, what would the run game look like with no Jalen Hurts? Well, we saw less read option and more just basic run plays, and that's exactly what we see here on this one. Again, this is going to go to Gainwell on a basic power play. Now, the key blocks here on a power run, first off, it starts with a double team from the guard and the tackle on the play side. So you're going to see here Landon Dickerson and Jordan Mailata join up to double team that three technique up to the backside linebacker. And so those two guys are responsible there. The next key block is going to come from Nate Herbig. The backside guard is going to work his way up as a puller up to the play side linebacker. 
You're also going to get Dallas Goddard blocking one-on-one -on -one with a defensive end. So when you have that kind of inline tight end, you can really start to run this basic power play at a high level. The fact that the Eagles can trust Dallas Goddard to make this block one-on-one, -on -one, very, very important. Let's let this run. And again, take a look at those three key blocks. You get the double team. Outstanding job from those two guys, from Mylotta and Dickerson, moving that defensive tackle off his spot. So they move him over one full gap. You've got Nate Herbig. He's pulling around. He's going to get that play side linebacker. You could see Dallas Goddard. He does an outstanding job of creating that seal on that block on the defensive end. Gainwell's got the ball. He's got to trust that these blocks are going to develop. He does a great job of playing off of Nate Herbig's block. He's going to work right off of him in between he and Jordan Mailata. One final key block that we have to see here. Jalen Rager is going to come from off screen. He's just off frame here. Come off from the left and he's going to get the block on the safety. And this is the key block that springs the whole thing. We can let this run. You can see here comes Rager. Great job on the safety. That springs Kenny Gainwell for a touchdown. So you get the double team from Jordan Mailata and Landon Dickerson, the pull from Nate Herbig on the backside, the block from Dallas Goddard, and then the cherry on top, Jalen Rager on the safety. All of those things help to spring Kenny Gainwell for the touchdown. Again, his fourth of the season. Eagles get on the board and take the lead there late in the second quarter. Now is your chance to vote for the Toyota Player of the Week. Go to PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash Toyota Player of the Week to cast your vote and get a chance at a brand new Toyota. All right, here we go. The first one should come as no surprise. Tight end Dallas Goddard. Here's his first quarter touchdown. Six receptions for 105 yards. Two touchdowns on the day. Next up, Gardner Minshew. I can't say I had Minshew to Goddard on my 2021 bingo card, but here we are. He had a good day, 20 for 25. And here it is, Miles Sanders, our 100-yard rushing running back. He ripped off a 34-yarder right there. Three nominees, guys. What do we think? Wow, tough choices. Tough choices this week. No linebacker for you, though. No linebacker for <laughs> me to choose from. Um, I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard. All right. Over 100 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Big game for the uh, tight end today. Career highs across the board. I yep. highlighted that big block he made on the touchdown run for Kenny Gainwell. So uh, a big part of all three Eagles touchdowns. I'm going to go Dallas Goddard here. Okay. All right, there you go. Get your votes in. Before we look to the Eagles' next opponent, there's a new way for Eagles fans to get a recap of each game. Check out our voice app on Alexa and Google devices. For more information, visit PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash voice. All right, obviously, next week is the bye week, and then after that, it's all NFC East to wrap this thing up in 2021. The Eagles have the Washington football team coming up next. Uh, in this week's Jamison Nightcap, let's take a look. Washington is playing right now as we speak. They're 5-6, and six, and uh, they're beating the Raiders 7-0 in the second quarter. Obviously, their quarterback, Taylor Heineke, he's been able to do some good things down in Washington. Yeah, dangerous team. Can't overlook this team. We obviously know it's a divisional opponent. You go down there, it's usually a tough, hard-fought football game. I wouldn't expect anything differently when the Eagles come out of the bye week. We need to have our mindset in the right place to get back into the, um, as they say, the street fight because you're going up against the NFC East opponent with playoffs on the line. Yeah, remember, this is a team, Washington, that is in the middle of a three-game win streak. We'll yep. see if they can make it four today against the Raiders. And so uh, the Eagles have to be ready for this matchup, a critical, critical stretch here down the line. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff. All NFC East ahead of them. No planes. We're going on buses, and we're at home. <laughs> so it's looking pretty good for the Eagles. they got to be ready to go. Hopefully they can get healthy. All right, yep. All right well, that's a wrap here on the postgame show presented by Rico. I'm Gabriella DiGiovanni for Fran Duffy and Ike Reese. We'll see you next time.